Let's open the Word of God this morning to Psalm 71. Some words of David by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to open our worship today. Let's enter into his courts with praise, into his gates with thanksgiving, and be excited and passionate about this opportunity to worship the Lord Jehovah through the Son of David, the Lord Jesus Christ. Psalm 71, I just want to share a couple of verses from this psalm that I hope will set the stage for an enthusiastic day in the house of the Lord. Psalm 71 and verse 8. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise and with thy honor all the day. Is that true for every one of us this morning? Let my mouth be filled. That means there's no room for anything else. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise. Not the praise of others or the praise of things, but the praise of God and with God's honor, with thy honor all the day. Let's not just let it be in this room when we're with each other, but throughout the day that we love to praise the Lord and give honor to him with our mouths. That's verse 8. I like verse 14. But I will hope continually, no matter the circumstances, and the circumstances in David's life are worse and were worse, than your circumstances. But he said in verse 14, but I will hope continually and will yet praise thee more and more. Now, if it was an average Christian saying, I will praise thee more and more, we would understand it. But this is David. He was the greatest praise and worship leader ever known on earth, ever described in the Bible. And he said, I will yet praise thee more and more. He wasn't content. Oh, that's a 76th trait. (laughs) He wasn't content. Paul wasn't content with churches. Jesus wasn't content with the churches in Revelation. We can do better. David knew he could do better. And in an area of his life where he was already the best, and that was at praising God, he says, I will yet praise thee more and more. Verse 17, O God, thou hast taught me from my youth. Some of you in here can say this. You have been taught by God from your youth. O God, thou hast taught me from my youth, and hitherto, to this time, from then till now, have I declared thy wondrous works. Let us use our lives, and you young men, young women in here, from your youth, You are sitting in here being taught about God. From this day forward, let your lives be about praising and worshiping and obeying and serving Him. Verse 18, Now also, not only then in my youth and earlier years, now also when I am old and gray-headed, O God, forsake me not until I have showed Thy strength unto this generation and thy power to everyone that is to come. The reason we are alive, and the reason we ask God to continue to let us live, is that we can share his truth, and convey his truth to the next generation. Are you committed to that this morning? We have our families together in worship. I'm not just speaking to 30 years of age and up because the young marrieds are off in one classroom, the young professionals are off in another, and we have a Sunday school for all the kiddies. We're all here together, family-integrated worship, 
because we want to convey to them what is precious to us and do it all together as families, which is the way the Bible always had worship until the 1800s when a Methodist came up with a public school idea of having a Sunday school to teach reading to street urchins in England. No one ever thought of a Sunday school and dividing up families in worship. So here we have verse 18. Now also when I am old and gray-headed, O God, forsake me not. Stay with me and sustain me, for I have a mission. And my mission is to show thy strength unto this generation and thy power to everyone that is to come. Strength and power, two of God's great attributes that we love to think about and convey. So I conclude with 19. Thy righteousness also. So there's strength and there's power in verse 18, but then we have the word also in verse 19, adding to those two things, thy righteousness, O God, is very high. Who hast done great things? O God, who is like unto thee? And that's not a question. There is no one like unto him. And it's a statement of the greatness of God and his righteousness that there's none like him. This is David. There's no one else in the Bible that writes like this. That doesn't mean that there weren't others in the Bible that loved God. No one else in the Bible wrote like this. David always wrote like this. You can just turn the Psalms randomly, and you're going to come up with something good. And this is what I've just done with Psalm 71, although it's more than random selection. It's because it says some great things about being young and the Lord teaching us. It says some great things about being old and the Lord continuing and us wanting to convey it to the next generation and that our mouths will be filled with his praise and that we will yet praise him more and more. Let's do it today. It's a choice. It's a choice. You can confess your sins, your sinfulness, this sinful world that we live in, all of its trappings and distractions to you and enter into his courts with praise and thanksgiving equal to anyone else in here by confessing, repenting, and turning to Him right now as we pray. Let us pray. Our holy and heavenly Father, we bless and praise Thee, O Lord God, with mouths that we hope are similar to David's, with hearts that we pray are comparable to David's. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, and forgive us, where we have let this world, our circumstances, our weakness, our flesh, the devil distract us, divert us, discourage us, depress us. When thou art so glorious and great in thy strength, in thy power, and in thy righteousness, and Heavenly Father, thy goodness and thy greatness, there are no numbers for it, as David said in another text in this chapter. We bless and we praise thee, Heavenly Father. Fill our mouths with thy praise. Our hearts are willing. Our flesh is weak. Stir us up by your Spirit. Strengthen us in our inner men. Men and women and children alike that are born again, that we might enter into thy courts with all the enthusiasm and delight in thee, passion that we ought to have. Forgive us our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And let our worship come up into thy holy presence. Heavenly Father, we thank thee for the living word of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, made flesh, entered into this world, lived here for 33 and a half years, died on the cross, rose from the dead, is seated at thy right hand, living forever to make intercession for us. We thank thee for him. Our hope of eternal life 
is in no other. And we rest in his finished work on Calvary and his life of intercession for us. We thank thee for the written word of God. Father, we thank thee that in the English language, you have given us your will revealed for our obedience. And we pray that you, by your spirit and by your word today, will convict us, convert us, direct us, empower us, and Heavenly Father, lead us into paths of wisdom and truth and righteousness for your great namesake. These blessings that have been prayed in the back room by the men that we're praying now, we ask for every one of your churches around the world that you will bless them equally or more than we ask to be blessed ourselves. Have mercy upon them, Heavenly Father. Stir up every one of your sheep. Bless every one of your servants to be bold today that the word of the Lord might have free course and be glorified. Let there be fruit from the preaching of your word here and elsewhere. We thank thee for America. We live in a blessed nation. We pray for you to preserve it. We thank thee for our rulers. We pray for you to guide them. Heavenly Father, protect us from evil men. Deliver us from the wicked who would undo us and our worship here if they could. Heavenly Father, now enter in to this church with us. Let the Lord Jesus Christ walk around this golden candlestick. Let him hold his stars in his right hand and let him bless us. Heavenly Father, if you bless us, no man can hinder. If you do not bless us, no man can bless us. We wait upon thee. Help us now. We are going to lift our hearts up. We're going to lift our voices up. Sanctify all that we do through the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ and the grace of the Holy Spirit. For we ask these things for your honor and glory and the profit of our souls according to the due order of worship of the New Testament. In Jesus' name, amen.